0: And welcome back to the program, everyone. We are very lucky to have a guest here that we've had here frequently, but she's so awesome. We had to have her back. Um, Katie Munoz from Moving Forward. Welcome back to Answers for Elders, Katie.
1: Thank you, Susie, and I'm delighted to be here again.
0: You know, you've been um, a busy girl, I bet, this summer. I I bet there's a lot of comings and goings and movings and all that stuff that your company does these days.
1: We are having a really busy season. You know, right now we've got the seller's market. Right. You list your house and a week later it's sold. So a lot of people are saying, wow, this is a good time to move because I know I can sell my house. There's no question, no delay. Right. Well, and
0: not only that, but... I know that this is a good time of year for seniors to be downsizing because the weather's good. Um, they can, you know, like you said, it's a, it's a seller's market. They can get top dollar for their home. And that's kind of where you step in. You're like the downsizing organizational expert.
1: Oh boy. I like that.
0: I <laughs> Tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Well, we help people when they're planning to move, Uh, We can help them downsize. We can do the packing and unpacking. But we also do organizing for people who are not moving. Right. It's it's really common, especially for seniors, Mm -hmm. for houses to get a little out of control.
0: You know, and you bring up a really valid point. Doesn't, you don't have to be moving to get your life organized. And especially, I know with seniors, as their mobility starts to fail, I'm sure that affects their living, you know, their surroundings.
1: Yeah, there can be oh, mobility issues for a lot of our mm-hmm. clients. They've actually lost a spouse. And yeah. so the grief, it, you know, it freezes people in place for a while, and you just got other things on your mind than tidying up the newspapers you
0: know? and it can be overwhelming i i yeah. know that i know that even you know to to work with the seniors that i know it's like it's 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 big tour to you know take a trip to the dump or to um you know just to even sort through a closet sometimes you just don't have the mindset to go there it well, can be overwhelming yeah. when you're when your mind is elsewhere or you're depressed or something like that
1: and you know, that it's interesting because I've talked to a number of people lately who can are great at organizing other people's things. But when you have to move yourself or you have to organize your own things, one of my employees is going through that right now. It's a whole different thing because totally. every item you're looking at, you've got a memory associated with. And when I had to move a year ago, I had employees come help me. Right. Because they don't know what all these things mean. To them, it's just a bunch of kitchen things, put them in a box.
0: Yes, and that jogs my memory of your previous interview because you talked about every piece has a story. And I love that little, um, just memory because of your previous interviews with us because it's true um, how many of us go sit down with our parents to say okay mom we're gonna go clean out your closet or clean the storage area out and it's, it drives everybody nuts <laughs> Yeah. because nobody wants to listen and hear it all because you've heard it 500 times before, but you're right. It is a process and it's important that those stories are able to be, um, you know, told and also by somebody that, that knows how to handle, you know, what happens to that item, I think.
1: Right, right. We've got a lot of strategies for helping people when they're organizing, you know, we get a lot of people who call and say, well, I'm kind of a hoarder. They're not. Right. Very few people are really technically hoarders. But things get out of control mm-hmm. in the home quite commonly. And then you look at it and you say, oh, my gosh, it's piling up. Right. And there are so many ways of thinking about how to deal with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One thing you can do is just pick a small area. You you Mm -hmm. pick out the area that's bugging you the most, maybe the kitchen counter, and you just – and if it's really full of stuff, maybe it's only going to be a four-foot by two-foot area on the kitchen counter. But you just focus on that one place. You take everything out that doesn't belong Mm -hmm. there. You put the trash in the trash. And then you can wash that area, put it back, make it look nice, the things that really belong there. And then, you know, the most important thing is actually to celebrate what you have accomplished. Yes. And, you know, this is one of the things that people tend to leave out. They say, oh, it's about time I got around to doing it. It's like,
0: no, no, no. no. It's a freeing feeling to have, you know, the clutter out of your life. And I know for me— for my own house, when I run the vacuum, I'm happy because yeah. I have a dog and I have cats. And boy, oh boy, it's amazing after a few days how that carpet looks like it's it hasn't been cleaned in a month, you know? And, and you just when don't really see it. the difference. It's yes. so rewarding. And you look at the carpet and think, oh, my house looks so nice. It makes me happy. Yeah. And, you know, that's just something I think with, with our seniors, they are all. You know, they want to live in a uh, you know in a uh, clutter-free environment. Sometimes it, they just don't know how to start.
1: Yeah, I, It can be truly overwhelming. And it's not
0: just our seniors. It's no, it's, it's, it's all of us. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So you made a really valid point earlier about the differences between um, hoarders and not hoarders. And right. and so, um, by the way, we're talking to Katie Munoz from Moving Forward. And Katie, um, I would love you to kind of uh, explain the difference because I talk to families all the time that'll say, "My mom's a hoarder." Well, maybe she wasn't. Really, wasn't.
1: Many people have been able to keep control of the home, the environment. The house was all decorated nicely, and the living room was a living room, and all the bedrooms were mm-hmm. functional. As as life happens, sometimes people get super busy mm-hmm. and things fall out of their control. If you become a caregiver for somebody else, mm-hmm. all of your time is going to be taken up, taking care of that person. And other things, are they are lower priority. You mm-hmm. are going to let things go. And that's that's the correct decision. Sure. And then sometimes people become depressed. Depression can cause clutter to build up. Mm-hmm. A person can find a little relief by shopping and shopping and getting... Retail therapy. Sho- yes, <laughs> right. As they say, yes. And, you know, all of these things can cause a home to go out of control, but you're still not a hoarder. True. The, the hoarders, the, the classic type of hoarder is somebody who really can't tell the difference between the deed to the house and a piece of junk mail. Everything is of equal priority.
0: Wow. And they're so
1: worried about throwing out something that is important that they can't throw out Mm -hmm. anything. They can't make a decision. Mm -hmm. And they're paralyzed with fear. And that's really rather uncommon. Right. I've run into two in the years I've been doing this. And other than that, there have been other kinds of issues going on. We can't really – somebody who's a classic order, it's a mental illness, we can't right. fix it. And, and they probably and, have
0: been that way for years and years and years right. and years, where sometimes, you know, they got that with your parents, senior parents. They would probably never had these issues until they got older. Right, right. And there's a big difference there.
1: You know, one of the most important things to me is to – to make it known to people that this is so common, please mm-hmm. don't be embarrassed about it mm-hmm. because I I feel like everybody's in their own little private world saying, mm-hmm. oh, I'm such a terrible person, and the person next door is saying it, the person next door, and and we don't all go look in each other's houses and say, oh, yeah. we're all dealing with this. Yeah. With just the amount of junk mail that comes in the door every oh, day. It's overwhelming, How- isn't it? It's overwhelming for anyone. And if you've got some distracting issues going on, yeah, of course it's piling up.
0: Don't be embarrassed. It's not your fault. Well, and, and not to mention, you know, just with, I know there's a lot of family caregivers out there right now that are dealing with, um, not only their stuff, but in many cases, they may have a parent in assisted living mm. and they're getting their parents mail on top of it. Right. <laughs> and on and they're they're out in, you know, taking care, maybe caregiving in some way, capacity, 20, 30 hours a week on top of trying to hold down a job. Right, And this kind of stuff, even for, you know, us baby boomers and younger can be a real issue. And and most certainly, you're right. It's, it happens to all of us, every single one of us, for sure. I,
1: I think the only people that it doesn't happen to are people who are almost compulsive about being neat and have no social life. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. No, no offense to all of you out there who do have organized homes. I'm sure you're very nice people.
0: And you're very rare. Maybe. I want you to know that. You're the rare exception. Yeah. So... Um, you know, and I think too, it's also good in, in just an overview. When, when you go see your parent, it's not to be hard on your parent yeah. because they're disorganized or, or to not, you know, don't make them feel like they're, uh, you know, they're condemned for doing so. Um, you know, I'm sure that there's some wonderful ways and to help approach them. And what, what are some kind of, um, Advice that you would give to families that are trying to help their parents if they're
1: well, I it's it's tough to do it yourself, right? It just is because there's all of the long history that you have with the parent and mm-hmm. probably friction coming up about other issues. When you bring in a third party, all of a sudden the the mother, well, it's usually the moms because right we
0: live longer. Well, and they're the nesters.
1: Yeah, right. By nature. And she can start telling her stories to a new audience, and we can grasp the meaning and the essence of those stories so quickly. And it's funny because we can speed up the sorting just because we haven't heard the stories before.
0: That's wonderful. So, Katie, how do we reach you?
1: You can call me on the phone. 425-702-8761. Four two five seven zero two eight seven six one, or you can visit my web page. We've got a bunch of great articles, little blog pieces, and even a couple of little videos. Uh huh. Go to www.movingforwardinc.com.
0: So- Katie, I'm so glad you're on the f- on the show today, and um, I look forward to having you back sometime soon. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. Great. Have a
1: great week. You too. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebasti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.